0: Thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. Um, Matt Dyson is here. Hello there. I'm Dave Berry, and, um, well, this might be the last time I broadcast to you because it looks certain I'm going to go to prison. Whoa. Um, this county court business centre claim form arrived on my doorstep this afternoon before I left the house to come here and do the Have you got a CCJ? Thing.
1: Have you got a CCJ? What is a
0: CCJ? County
1: Court Judgment. Yes,
0: well, yes, I Yes, you have. I have. Oh, but, but, wow. But it's not, it's not aimed at me. Oh. Uh, it, was, it was at my home address, obviously, but it was addressed to uh, Mr. Ashley Cole... What? Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Know, what? This is weird,
1: isn't it? Shut the front door. I I, know, well, I, I shut yeah. the back door. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Wait, What's it saying? <laughs> what the hell was it saying? <laughs> did Ashley Cole used to live in your house? No, no he, definitely, no, he definitely
0: right. did live in my house. But someone called uh, Leon um, is trying to sue Ashley Cole uh, for the following reasons. And this has all come to my home address, <laughs> so I'm now embroiled in this. I booked a collection of office chairs from Ashley Cole <laughs> via she? a phone call... (laughs) On the 24th of February for collection on the 28th, he quoted via his company uh, 70 GBP um, of eight to nine office chairs and a printer for ethical disposal. We sold a few chairs before collection and so I only had six chairs to be collected. He said the price would still be 70 GBP. (laughs) BP. <laughs> I have an email confirmation. Basically, um, Leanne wants um, £105 from the claims court from, from Mr. Ashley Cole,
1: who's apparently living at my address. And he's been, so Ashley's been selling chairs from your house no, without Ashley, your knowledge. Ashley's been
0: collecting and um, disposing of, in an ethical fashion, office furniture and supplies. Right. Uh, he's obviously overquoted. This person wants their money back. Yeah. And for some reason, Ashley Cole, the office chair dispensary, have given them my home address. So th- I think this could be. I am embroiled in the largest furniture-based crime of the 21st century, <laughs> yeah, it like I've, it. unless of yeah. course IKEA turns out to be a cover-up for a big drugs ring. But you know, this. But <laughs> so far, not. this is def- this is it. So <laughs> wow. I, I so I called these people. Now a good friend of ours, Danny Wallace. Yeah. Uh, he's an author, broadcaster. He wrote a book called um, I can't believe you just said that. It's about the rudeness epidemic yeah. that is sweeping the world. Um, and I rang the people at the county court business centre, um, and because they obviously deal with people being. Rude to them all of the time, they are a tetchy, tetchy bunch.
1: Oh, They're almost expecting it. They're like, yeah. All right, what have you got?
0: So I go, Come on. I said, uh, Well, basically, this is what's happening. This is my this is my case number, my claim number, but I'm not actually involved in this. I'm, and he it was said, good well, of you to get in touch. Well, I to don't honest. want this to be bought on my house. No, yeah. So I, he said, Why on earth did you open the letter? Oh. And I said, Because it was addressed to Ashley Cole <laughs> at my home. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. I'm going to open the letter. If it's
1: post to Ashley Cole, you're going to have a look, aren't you? So so then it, or is that illegal to open post in another person's name? No,
0: but it's at my home address, Matt. I Dyson. know, but
1: it's still—if it's in another person's name, it might be illegal. Well, anyway, I'm going to seal I don't it back. Know. I don't, why are you? Oh, so this is like,
2: two crimes I'm now. You've committed an oh, international crimes. criminal. I feel like
1: Scarface. Um,
0: well, it's good that I got all of the travel out of the way before I go to jail because we went to Vienna uh, this week, and we're big in Borneo. Both of those things appear on the podcast, and Gary Lightbody from Snow Patrol uh, joined me on the show. What do you think I should do? I'm going to. He says I seal this up, Mm. and I just send it like a return to sender, and then they will somehow know that Ashley Cole doesn't live with me.
1: Yeah, if you just say not known at this address on the envelope or something, and then... Send it back oh. to whoever sent it. I think we
0: talked about this affair. <laughs> <laughs> was <that> two sentences. <laughs> managed mean, to drag out into seven minutes of bonus material.
1: I'd love to. Ha- I can't wait for the update on this to know what happened. You know, we'll follow this case right through the courts.
0: And if anyone <laughs> knows <laughs> Ashley Cole, can you find out if he's doing any kind of furniture removal at the moment? It's a funny career changer, isn't it, for a former <laughs> England footballer? But
1: yeah, <laughs> you know. Now
3: the Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio
0: coming to you live from Vienna. <laughs>
1: We're having quite the time of it. Bizarrely, uh, Midjour from Ultravox who sang this very song is speaking at the radio conference we're at tomorrow. Yes, um,
0: we are here for this radio conference. Matt, I didn't know I had an obsession with Midjour and also as well, I did it was in the biggest hall there is here radio people from around the world. It was so lovely to meet so many of them and uh, I was doing this talk with my boss and before I went in, this is how Matt chose to, uh, to motivate me. He went through the brochure and in a just very casual way, pointed out all the other great things that are on at the same time
1: as me, yeah. so don't expect wow. a big crowd. I mean, there was a great talk about social media use in radio. that I, I considered nipping out to midway through. I must admit.
0: That's why I was so complimentary about you. That was the I was going to get you to stay. Oh yeah, play a little video of the show, but make sure it's one with lots of Matt in it. Um, well, the other thing that's happened here is well, I, I was at the Empire Awards last night, and I, Dave booked me a cab for 3am this morning. So I was feeling a bit tired. I hadn't had a chance to eat, and just before I went in, not only were you doing your best to motivate me by telling me about this great social media talk that's happening just yeah, down the yeah. corridor. Yeah. But also, uh, the, the staff, the catering staff, started to unload all of these fruit salads in these little glasses
1: with these little teaspoons. Yeah, There were hundreds of them, weren't there? Loads of them. Loads more than they needed.
0: And I was feeling a little bit shaky, and I thought, oh, if I just had a little fruit salad, yeah. that would just pep me up a little bit before I go in and do the talk. Yeah. So I approached, um, who I'm referring to now as the ice queen of the fruit salad world, <laughs> and said, oh, uh, I said, Guten Tag, uh, Kaiser David any chance I can just you know I was being fly away about it any chance I grab a fruit salad
1: no yeah
0: and then I, I thought, and then I went,
1: <laughs> of yeah, course, because
0: there's literally crates of them here. She thought, thought
1: it was banter. <laughs> she, was, she just started nodding, it shaking her head. No, 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 you right. asked very nicely, and she was like some sort of brusque Austrian matron, just completely blanking With you. With the full apron no and everything. No chance whatsoever. I
0: made a very powerful enemy
1: today. I made yeah. a nemesis really in did. Austria, which I never
0: thought I would do. <laughs> um, and so she, she honestly wouldn't give me the fruit salad. And we then thought... What's going to happen is they're going to unpack all the fruit salads. Yeah. Then she's going to scoop one up. She's going to come over and go, there you go, uh, you cheeky chappy. Go on, you can have one. Then. There you go. But that didn't, that no, didn't happen no, at all, no, did no, it? Not no, not um, So what we would like to know is do you have an everyday nemesis? Is a person parking in your spot? Is somebody using your wheelie bin? That's what we really want to know. Is somebody using your margarine in the communal fridge and maybe leaving some of those little bits of dust from the toast still on the knife that go back inside the tub?
3: Dave Berry, ride this instant.
0: That's Pink Lemonade, which is the brand new one by our friend James Bay. You're listening to it here on The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio, coming to you live from Vienna. And we are here because of a big European radio conference that everyone around the world has come to attend. It moves around different countries each year. Uh, had a great honour bestowed upon me to do a little talk alongside my boss about, well, radio. Um, they did embarrass me slightly by playing a clip out about my... Uh, what are we calling it? What's the Austrian term for it, Matt? Oh, yeah. Hosenschlangen. Yeah, my Hosen-schlangen. <laughs> um, I also met my Austrian nemesis, the fierce guardian of the fruit salad. Oh, Yeah person so scary that whenever I see a banana an apple or a kumquat from now on forward she will haunt my dreams yeah what a joyless Jobsworth
1: <laughs> she was <laughs>
0: please miss is there any chance I can have a little bit of melon? I feel awful shaky. <laughs> That's my producer, booked my cab for 3am. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so we've been asking you about your everyday nemesis. Thank you very much indeed for getting in touch. Dave and Matt, I don't have an everyday nemesis, but like you, I do have an Austrian nemesis Ooh. in the shape of an elderly female B&B owner in Vienna. Whilst travelling across Europe last summer... Two weeks in, we found ourselves staying in a quaint little B&B in the heart of the city. By that point in our travels, we desperately needed to wash some of our clothes, so not knowing where the local laundrette was, I decided to do it in the sink in the room and hang it on the back of the chairs in the room to dry. Fair enough. After After going (laughs) out for the day, I returned to find the owner waiting in reception for me. She proceeded to say in a thick Austrian accent, Ready, everyone? (laughs) Oh, no. Here we go. (laughs) mm mm she proceeded to say in a thick Austrian accent, please do not hang your wet washing in your room. We
1: <laughs> Sounds like Borat. It, it was better earlier, to be honest. Come on, get back okay. into Austria. Please do not... No, it's not Eva. Please
0: do not hang...
1: <laughs> oh, no. Don't
0: do it. Oh, oh, I've got to do it, though. Please... Please, please, please do not hang your wet washing. No, I'm, yeah, that's better. Please that
1: was good. stick with that one. Please do not hang
0: your wet washing in your room. We have wooden furniture that will be ruined if you do that. She then, she then made me hold my hands out, face down, while she slapped me on the wrist what? and called me a naughty boy. <laughs>
3: oh, this on. is from
0: Ian in Birmingham. A remarkable wow. story. But listen to the end of this, this epic tale that he texts us. Thank you, Ian. Fair to say made the rest of the stay a little uncomfortable. He stayed. They stayed no. after that.
3: Could you get what? get the billion and
0: move to another B&B? There's loads of them in Vienna. Needless to say, the rest of the stay was a little uncomfortable. What an unbelievable story.
3: Dave Barry, taking care of business. Absolute Radio.
0: Please welcome Snow Patrol's very own Gary Lightbody.
4: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Hello, Dave. Hello, Gary. How are you? I'm great, thank you very much. You well? well very well very well um, I would. Ju-
0: I was just saying I've heard the track just now and it's amazing we're going to play it very soon thank you very much uh, it comes from the album Wildness which is out on the 25th of May yes uh, so has it been seven
4: years d- we're doing the maths it's, of seven years it's been seven years yes well why are we waiting so long Gary what have you been doing what else have you got going on well I, I mean I've, I've been doing a really big jigsaw right. just like a really big one was what, like, what was it in the end what was it, was it in a big of 10,000 pieces and it was mostly sky you see that's (laughs) that was the problem that was the problem Um, yeah well we've all been the whole band was like working on working on various other things you know other I started another band Nathan started another band Johnny Quinn uh, started a publishing company Johnny McDade writes for you know it's well documented who he um, produces Ed Sheeran and Alicia Keys and Lots of people like that And Pablo does the same He produces and co-writes So We've all been busy I've done a lot of work for um, Movie soundtracks as well So um, But We have been working hard On the Snow Patrol album too It's taken five years To make this album okay. um, Off and on Not constantly For five years Yeah um, So So uh, I just didn't want to release anything until it was right, and it is now. Well, as is your want, sir. Yes, exactly. Um, well, didn't that, expect it to take seven years, but no, here we are. Okay. Well,
0: with all those other projects, is it nice when you guys were afforded the opportunity to get together in the studio and spend a bit of
4: time yeah, with one another? Yeah, it was lovely getting back, getting back, getting back into it again. Once the songs were right, um, getting everybody back in the studio was uh, was was awesome. Um, now the new single is called
0: "Don't Give In," which is out now. It's a it's a beautiful sentiment and a beautiful song. Um, Thank you. It's only just been released. Have you done the video for it yet?
4: Yes. Oh, you have. Yes, we have. We've done videos for all ten songs on the album. <laughs> That's that's the type of we're, like yes, it took us seven years to make the album, but we've been no slouches since we finished the album.
0: <laughs> is this the is this the equivalent of tearing a plaster off? Yeah, yeah. Was it going in and getting straight it back back done?
4: back into it, and just
0: gong ho um, How do you feel as a, as a human being, mm-hmm. as a person, miming along to your own lyrics with like a fan blowing your hair and stuff? Do you the, find that? There always strange? has to
4: be fans blowing my hair. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, you don't mean actual physical oh, people no, no, from no, the front I, row. I'm, you mean the I'm, mechanical ones? I mean, ones. yeah, mechanical
4: fans. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, it's um, it is strange. It is strange, but you you have to sing. You have to sing it. You can't you can't just mouth right. the words because it doesn't look right. It okay. doesn't look... You can always tell if someone's just mouthing the words on a, on a, on a, on a video because there's no, like, there's throat muscles need to be engaged and all that or it just looks like you need like a vein a, popping out. You need a vein popping yeah, out at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, well, w- with that in mind, we're wondering if you could actually prove that point for us. Uh, we've got the chorus to Chasing Cars here. This is your camera on the left. We'd like you to do best lip-syncing you can. I'm going to do it without singing it, though, and uh, that's, that, then yeah, that's then you'll see. lip-syncing, yeah. Then you'll
4: see. You ready? Here we go.
3: <laughs> very good, very, very good indeed. The day- Berry show on Absolute Radio.
0: Good afternoon, everyone. It's half past four on your Tuesday. Uh, we are fresh back from Vienna. What a wonderful place it is. It's definitely not in Denmark. It is not. <laughs> as we established yesterday. Thank you for that. Um, but we also established on the show yesterday, and this was thanks to producer Dave, that the place to be was the hot breakfast buffet at the hotel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it seems that even though we mocked Dave slightly for insisting on, you know, when it opened, when it closed, what kind of food they would be cooking there... He was right, because um, you spotted uh, former Labour leader Ed Miliband.
1: That's right, yeah, I was at there. At the Hot Breakfast Buffet. I was at the Hot Breakfast Plates, and Ed Miliband was right next to me. And I sort of said hi, he said hi, and that was it. But then afterwards, I realised I'd missed a trick.
0: You'd missed a massive opportunity, <laughs> because obviously what you've got here is Ed Miliband. Yes. And a Hot Breakfast Buffet, which of course will always contain... Which
1: I should have said... Ed, Ed... Here's some bacon. <laughs> Do you want a sandwich? Which, or something to that effect? What
0: were the other options you had? Because I know that you were, you kind of had your head down for quite a while afterwards. with This
1: opportunity running through yeah, the options. Ed, Ed, the food stuff that ruined your political career is <laughs> it's, it's right here. Do you want some more? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um oh, the other option was Ed's Oh I've run out of bacon that was another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, Ed we've ran out of bacon. run out of
1: bacon. Oh yeah. I, I didn't say any of them, and I feel like I really missed the trick. The
0: appearance on Question
1: Time and the Russell Brad interview
0: also helped. Yes. Really. That's, that's true, yeah. yeah um yeah. but <laughs> w- w- if you ever saw Ed Millerband
3: again at a hot breakfast buffet, would you would you go would through with this? Would I mention the
1: bacon? I like to think I would.
3: Dave Berry, just being himself on absolute radio.
1: Uh, now listen, we are asking you
0: to tell us about your everyday nemesis. 812. Fifteen on the text or tweet us at absolute radio now earlier on on his always brilliant show andy bush was saying that he would love matt to get involved whilst abroad here working in some kind of (laughs) some kind of altercation with the police
1: And it actually happened. Very nearly. Well, it sort of did in a way. Yeah, we were just walking through the centre. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. I speak on producer Dave's (laughs) behalf and my own when I say you. you. Yeah, we were walking.
1: (laughs) And I sort of crossed a zebra crossing. Uh, And of course, they have slightly different rules about zebra crossings. You didn't wait for the green man, did you? I didn't really wait wait for any green man. And I was sort of jaywalking, really. And just then a police car pulled up. (laughs) And this very scary looking Austrian police officer looked at us looked at me and then just but I thought I was going to get really seriously called over and told off, but instead he just did a, a sarcastic hand clap. Yeah, he <laughs> slow said. clapped, Max. Sarcastic hand clap as I crossed the was road. just at guy, oh, well done, mate. Right oh, in front of him. Oh, well done. Crossing the road without look a green man. Yeah. Oh, that is so good.
0: Yeah, that is good, yeah. Matt. Mm. <laughs> oh, look, I come from UK. It's all good. I have a beer, maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was having none of it, wasn't And he, he was like, what,
0: 25, yeah, handsome, yeah. hard-looking.
1: And he Maybe no. so <laughs> hurry up my steps quite quickly to get to the other You're side. You were so scared. Yeah, I've got a new You've nemesis. never been arrested, have you, Matt? Brand new nemesis right there. <laughs> Dave
3: Barry
0: Show. It's so the Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. I'm here with Snow Patrol frontman extraordinaire Gary Lightbody. Now earlier, Gary gave a stunning example of how to lip sync in a pop video. Check out Facebook and Twitter for the evidence, and it's a good one for any aspiring musicians. You must sing in your video. You can't
4: lip sync. Can't lip sync. No, you can't. Not everybody is as good at not singing lip syncing as I am. You know what I mean? You've got to. <laughs> you've got to. You've got to give it your all. You've either got it or you haven't. You have. Yeah, yeah. Um, Now, you were in um, Game of Thrones. You had a cameo in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was in for, I think, um, 10 seconds, 10 whole seconds I was in it for. But th- that ticks a life box, doesn't it? Oh yeah, no, I, that was the happiest ten seconds of my life. I <laughs> know
0: <laughs> oh, that's not true. Uh, um did you somehow help Ed Sheeran get into Game of Thrones as well? Was was uh, there was there a link between the two? Because no, there were some well, rumours no, flying around that you had a word with the producers or something well,
4: like that. Well no, that's not really fair. I mean they they want they wanted him to they wanted him to be I, I, yes, I introduced Dan and David to Ed, but I mean Ed, Ed didn't need me to introduce him. No, to okay, him, they know who he is, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but you know it was like a friend it was, was kind of friend. <laughs> a casual a casual intro but it wasn't like um, by the way this is Ed Sheeran you'll you, you know he will be big one day and He was already big
0: um also uh, reading about about you recently in preparation for the interview uh James Corden has recently said that you're on his wish list for
4: carpool karaoke right how do you feel about that what's your response to James my response to him is yes, bring it on. I'd love to do that with him. Um, I've known James a while. Um, that would be a lot. It's a. Lot. It's those. those carpool characters that he does are hilarious and they're a lot, they look like a lot of fun
0: and just so wildly popular around the world yeah. they yeah, are yeah. huge so this is a yes from you if you can I'm find the time yeah. to do if it
4: if you're uh, asking me on his behalf I'm saying yes I'll pass that back to him Brilliant. even though you know him oh and this is my
0: friend Ed Sheeran <laughs> <laughs> um, now Gary before we let you go um, mm-hmm. even though I've kind of slightly blown this edition of my Lord a Bribe by already plugging your new album and new single uh, we'd like you to take part nonetheless uh, so this is how it Works. Here is the Argos catalogue. Right. There you go, okay. You take that. Okay. Now, you have a budget of 20. 20- it's got smaller and, yes. and thicker. Yeah, it's, they shrunk it down, I imagine, to make it kind of more uh, easy to transport, yet it still weighs a ton. Uh, yeah, it's as dense it, as a black star, so I don't uh, think anyone wants to be carrying <laughs> that around with them on their commute. Um, no. You've got 24.99 or less to appease me the radio gods and get a plug for your new single and album to give you a rough idea what's happened so far on Mail Order Bribe Ed Sheeran bought me a Nerf gun Guy Garvey bought me a Disney's Frozen luggage set Jack Black bought me a bike James Bay bought me a foot spa and Muse bought me this weird toy thing um, so we're going to play Chasing Cars you have the duration of your own song to find me something with 24 and 99 or less
3: Gary go Breathe with Dave Berry on Absolute Radio <laughs>
0: I have, I have shamed myself once again. Oh, have um, you? As always, I want to tell everyone about it here on the show. Um, I've not been married for two whole weeks yet, yeah. okay? And I know this happens in marriage. I know it happened to you. You lost your wedding ring.
1: Oh yes, yeah, yeah, I did. About six months in, I sort of took my glove off on a cold, dark morning. And heard a tinkling, and I thought I'd dropped some coppers on the floor or something, and then just thought nothing of it, and then found out later that I'd lost my ring.
2: My
0: own dad lost his wedding ring on their honeymoon. He went for a yeah, swim yeah. in the sea. Yeah, gone. yeah. It was gone. He's got, he has got a replacement. Um, we, we spoke to someone just last week on the show. She uh, texted in saying that she lost her engagement ring on her hen party. Oh, yes, that's right. So yeah, this yeah. happens. We know this happens. And as I say, I've not been married for two weeks yet. But, and if this has happened to you, then please do get in touch to make me feel better about myself. 81215 is the text number. I have lost my wife's wedding ring. Oh, wow. How did this come about? I know, producer Amanda. (laughs) This came about through late-night drunken amateur plumbing.
1: Is that what you call it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've heard some euphemisms
3: <laughs>
1: in my time. <laughs> <laughs> ma- Sorry, what, what, no, what were you doing? The magic like? is still alive. It really is. The late-night
0: drunkard amateur plumbing <laughs> is still going good. <laughs> no,
1: but what were you doing? Oh, and how brilliant. the hell
0: can it involve a wedding ring? Well, OK, so, so my wife, she keeps her wedding ring uh, on the side next to the sink in the bathroom so that when she goes to work early in the morning, she remembers to put it on. OK, yeah. And uh, yesterday, late last night, we had a blockage in the bathroom sink. Mm. And I, uh, I didn't obviously know we were going to have a blockage, so I'd been enjoying the usual kind of bottle of wine and just watching oh, TV right, and chilling yeah. out. Actually, I took Cheltenham Athletic to the Premier League on no, FIFA last night. Yeah. It's quite an achievement. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So anyway, uh, the sink is blocked, so I go upstairs to repair the sink. Yeah. Um, but I want to get the wedding ring out of the way, so I right. remove it from the side where it could get knocked or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I put it somewhere, and then I... What, it took about an hour to fix the sink, but I did it. I had the U bend unscrewed. If you turn the uh, food dispenser thing on in oh, the kitchen, yeah. if you've got one of those, that will actually help unblock sinks upstairs really? if they're connected. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway, so you I. You don't
1: fi- have to use a plunger?
0: No, don't use a plunger. So, I fixed it, I cleared it all out, it was all working well. Wow. But as I say, I'd had a bottle of wine, I was celebrating taking a shot into the Premier League, yeah, and then I couldn't nice. remember where I'd put a oh, wedding right. ring. Yeah, oh, yeah. Some of the texts, like, r- heartbreaking stuff. So I went to... I said, don't worry about it. We'll find it in the morning, all casual. I went to <laughs> sleep. Woke up this morning. I've been crying all morning, what oh, she was no. saying. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Yeah, so that's what I spent this morning and the early part of the afternoon before coming into the show doing, trying to find the wedding ring. Because, wow. you know, I like to tidy things away. It's like in my yeah, personality. Yeah, I know, yeah. I was thinking, where where would I put it? And I'd balanced it on top of a picture frame. Oh, yeah, a signed photo of Darth to, Vader. <laughs> what? Yes. What? a place to put! I know because it. it's just outside. It hangs outside the bathroom. It's a signed Dave Prowse. Um, oh
1: yeah, Darth right. Vader picture. So I just put it on top of the It's The, the, the frame. obvious place to leave a ring, isn't <laughs> it? Yeah.
0: That, that's where it was. Anyway, wow. apparently uh, I'm now working on percentages, and I am 40 percent back in the good books. Just 40.
3: <laughs> You're listening to the hip and fresh sounds of the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Um, Matt Dyson lost his wedding ring
0: um, some time ago. Uh, Last night, um, whilst attempting to do some late-night drunken amateur plumbing, I lost my wife's wedding ring. We haven't even made it to the two-week mark yet, and you guys have been making me feel a whole lot better about myself. And it turns out, Matt, by sending in your stories, thank you for being so sharing and generous. 81215 is the number. Of course, you can always tweet us at Absolute Radio. Dave and Matt, my husband Paul lost his wedding ring just after our wedding, and we looked every Everywhere. Me and ma'am found it, get this, two weeks later, in the road outside of the house. That's from right, Emma. Right, well, wow, there you go. That's a sign, isn't it? I, know, I, I yeah. don't know how much I believe in all of that stuff, but that is a sign of a long, happy marriage that it Good remained things can untouched. Happen.
1: Yeah, this is what I was hoping was gonna happen to my ring in Leicester Square. It no, was never. But finished. the pawn shop won't give you give it back to you, will they? No, no. <laughs> I actually I went around looking in the windows of some pawn shops and thought maybe it's been handed in, maybe someone oh, right. found it and sold it. Still nothing.
0: But you did fess up to it, didn't
1: you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I've yet to replace it. You know? OK. Uh, Dave and Matt, my partner's mum had a lo- had lost a stone from her... Oh,
0: congratulations. Oh, no, from her engagement ring. <laughs> right. uh, we sneakily stole it to get it fixed. That's a lovely thing to do. We sent it to a jeweller uh, to see what needed to be done. The jeweller sent it back. My partner left it in the envelope on the sideboard where it lived happily for an entire week until that is... I threw it away. Oh! I was sure I checked the envelope was empty before I tidied it up.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, Oh, that's not good, is it? That is not good. And here's one from Pauline Greenhithe who says, his daughter borrowed his wife's Welsh gold diamond ring. Uh, When she went clubbing the daughter, she threw her arms up in the air raving away. Yeah, like I'm trying to get you to do but you're not having any of it. And the ring flew off into the crowd of people. Oh, no! And it was not handed in. To make matters worse, she hadn't even asked if she could borrow it. That makes me feel better about my situation.
0: I borrowed my dad's um, gold chain to go to the John Rohn School Valentine's Disco in 1993. Just so everyone knew I was a player. (laughs) (laughs) I lost that as well. I did, I did. did It feels awful. You feel guilty forever about those things, man. No.
3: The Dave Berry Show.
0: Where we have spent most of the show discussing the fact that I lost not my wedding ring but my wife's wedding ring yesterday whilst doing some late night drunken amateur plumbing No, not that Matt (laughs) not a euphemism (laughs) Um, so you've been sending your stories to make me feel a little bit better about my stupidity thank you once again for doing that and now we have a great honour uh, bestowed upon us here on the show from the office and we talk about him regularly head of Photoshop it's Brendan everybody (laughs) Brendan's here Oh, thank you thank you Dave Um, for the newcomers to the show Brendan head of Photoshop has um, photoshopped Matt and I into some incredible situations. We've been a married couple. We've been la-la-land. We've been pretty woman.
5: Um, Matt was the one for hire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've been la-la-land. Yeah. Um, so thank you for those, Brendan. That's, that's okay. I, I, I worried that I'm I, I'm slightly addicted to photoshopping <laughs> Matt Dyson's yeah. face on today. It's, I, it's, I w- just, it's so easy. I wish
1: you knew how to quit me. Basically. <laughs> Well, so ah, once ridiculous. you get bitten by
5: the matt dyson bug what who does that for a living just put <laughs> <tendon. Like, laughs> my like, what sort of job is that I mean, it's uh, really difficult to explain my job to my grandparents yeah i bet <laughs> it is
0: so there's a photoshop department <laughs> and i'm the main man <laughs> uh, no brendan the reason that we uh, got you down here on the show is because you very kindly want to share a story about um, lost rings and jewelry yeah. uh, and we absolutely loved it so we believe this this story starts
5: in your loft uh, well, it actually starts even before that. It starts when I was about maybe seven. Okay, I got uh, I got given a, a Lego pirate ship for Christmas. Oh, nice. The envy of all my friends. Of course, yeah. What a uh, it's just, it's such a treat, and um, it was it was a huge thing. Like it was I'd, I'm kind of gesturing about two three foot yeah. on, on the table here in front of me, and um, it was obviously that was the the toy of the of the year, and then. As you do, you kind of get bored with toys, and then yeah. it gradually gets kind of migrated onto a shelf, and then into the loft, and then it was not seen again for many years. And um, at some point on that journey through the loft, uh, my mum was moving it, and she uh, she saw something glint, and she uh, she had a, a <laughs> bit of a closer look, and inside the, uh, the inside the captain's cabin of the lego pirate ship was a treasure chest and overflowing from the tre- treasure <laughs> chest was um chains and earrings and her so my it would be it, it would have been my granny's uh, wedding ring which is an heirloom oh wow which was very dear to my mum's heart yes of and, course and uh yeah that was that was sitting there amongst the treasure alongside all this other stuff, which she'd clearly been missing for... It was was probably a good eight years if it's stuck in a a Lego pirate ship uh, treasure chest. So that was your bounty? That was my bounty, yeah. And I clearly I was probably a little bit too young to realise what it was that I was taking. Yeah. And then just forgot about it because something else came along, like Power Rangers or whatever. And then, then yeah, it was just all stuck there. So it was was kind of great relief, but then also I, I was kind of scolded a bit for you
0: know, well, understandably. (laughs)
5: Baluting. Well, at least you didn't bury it in the back garden. (laughs) No. (laughs) There is that. There
0: is a map to his grandmother's ring. Um, Brendan, thank you very much indeed for coming on and sharing that story with us. We love that. He is light-fingered. He is the head of Photoshop Department here at Absolute Radio. Give it up for Brendan, everybody. Thanks,
1: Brendan.
3: The Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. Good evening, it's the Dave Barry
0: Show on Absolute Radio where I couldn't be more excited because now a dear friend of mine of over 15 years has popped by for a cup of tea. No, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, it's not Kenny, the event manager, or even Toby, the trumpet player. It is <laughs> the face, personality and hair of Sky Cinema, the one and only
2: Alex Zane, everybody! <laughs> applauding myself. I am Thank currently applauding myself. <laughs>
0: Um, Al, the reason you're here is because we've been talking a lot about Sky Store, we've been talking a lot about Sky Cinema, and of course, as I say, the face, the personality, and the hair. And the hair. Um, so we wanted to pick a couple of things out for people to watch, recommendations, if you will, uh, while we sip on our tea. Um... And I wanted to focus uh, this evening on the Lego Batman movie.
2: The Lego Batman movie. Possibly one of the greatest Batman movies ever. I love this film. So you'd put it up there. If there was a top three, is Hmm. it in the top three? In the top three Batman movies? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, he's had a rough time of it recently with Batman versus Superman and Justice League. So, yes, I'd say this is up there. I mean, is it Batman Returns, the greatest Batman movie ever? No. Agreed. We've we've built fifteen years of friendship on that fact. And it's and it <laughs> remains the best. But yeah, it's
0: blummin brilliant. The other thing about it is is that it's a genuinely funny film.
2: That like it's it's Laugh Out Loud Funny. It is so loaded with gags. I mean, let's 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 say what it is. It's a movie that kids are going to love because it's got this wonderful message of you know needing friends, friendship being important, teamwork being the key. But yeah, it's absolutely loaded. Not just with great jokes, but with brilliant pop culture references and the fact that it references the existing Batman movies, like when it <laughs> describes the 1989 <laughs> Tim Burton version as the one with the Prince song and the parade, <laughs> is just wonderful. <laughs> it's
0: well worth watching. The other reason I fell in love with it, I was at home. Uh, on my own uh, and I'd opened a bottle of wine and I was watching the Lego Batman movie you know this is how I Aye, like to I'm run I'm aware of this yeah um, and um, well let me tell you so let me take you back through the annals of time mm-hmm. um, to a small terrace house in mm-hmm. a part of Southeast London called Cholton I'm there where, right now where I was raised Yeah, and uh, my mum and dad's neighbours moved out and I was moved out and suddenly all of this music equipment started being moved into the house next door which was very exciting I was about 11 years old and then I met a gentleman called Colin so Colin moved in and Colin occasionally this kind of weird smell would emanate from Colin's house and he'd come over and my mum would cook him a spaghetti bolognese and he'd wolf it all down um, and it turned out that he was in a band called Cutting Crew who of course performed, wrote and sang
2: I just died in your arms tonight yep. and that appears three separate times in the Lego Batman movie and that is in itself a pop culture reference it's a reference to the Drew Barrymore romantic comedy Never Been Kissed oh there's so many layers I was just so happy for Colin because of the PRS payments that he's going to receive <laughs> I thought Of him. He's dining out on spaghetti
0: bolognese (laughs) wherever he is. Um, So, we're recommending the Lego Batman movie uh, for you to watch this evening. Um, Al, stick around because I know what you love. You love to be ill prepared for a surprise quiz that I'm about to spring on you.
2: Oh, gosh. What have you done? Oh, I've done something really bad.
0: (laughs) No, no, not that. Don't talk about that. (laughs) I'm just talking about the quiz. Good afternoon, everybody. We are back here in the UK. But unfortunately, thanks to producer Dave being once again in charge of booking our travel arrangements, barely are we back here
1: in the UK and in one piece. Yeah.
0: He, what is his problem? We've only just loved him and cherished him. <laughs> yeah.
1: He sent us on that slow train to the West Midlands last time, didn't yeah. he? Yeah.
0: Which was a bit of fun. Five and we hours
1: some... there, five hours back. But yeah. that
0: resulted in us learning lots of things about small towns between yes. here and the Midlands, here in yeah, London and the Midlands. Yeah. But this was just Stetchford. too much.
1: E.G. Stetchford.
0: The, the uh, when I got, when the car, he put me a cab to take me to the airport for our trip to Vienna, which yeah. we've just been on. It came at 3am, right? <laughs> and I said I said to him, it's too early. You don't need to go that now." It's early. too early. He said... <laughs> He said, no, it's got to be this time. So I got in and I, I got there and, and I didn't know this could actually happen, but I got there before they opened the ticket and passport controls. Whoa. It was just me and this little guy on this little vehicle just driving around polishing the floor. So it was just, And it was just beep. Beep. Just while he went around,
1: just, just polishing the floors. The yeah, I thought it was a 24-7 well, operation. Well, every,
0: but... I, you, I presumed it was, and then we had to wait for... And then when I got through, not even the coffee shops and that were open. Oh, wow. And then, well, Matt, on the flight on the way back, he really stitched us up, <laughs> didn't he?
1: <laughs> well, he, I we I asked for a window seat. Uh, he put me right in the middle of you and another person. <laughs>
0: a stranger. And I
1: don't know how it happened.
0: Yeah, and, and then the person behind us, um, their credit card got declined. Oh. and this particular airline wanted to be seen to be great at customer service. So now I'm sat here and the person directly behind me is the one who's getting the inverted commas customer service. So there's, a, there's one of the cabin crew crouched down. She's going, I am so sorry about this, sir. Yeah, Have you used this card this here before? This went on for an hour, by the way. Have yeah. yeah. you yeah. used this card here? before? Well, another member of the cabin crew was stood right here resting his... Well, frankly, he's bits on my shoulder. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They were, producer Amanda, they were. He was there for ages going, we are, we are truly <laughs> we sorry." So are I was sorry, going, yes. what about me? No, no, it's
1: not your card's fault. It's it's this machine's fault. I don't want Went this on me. Went on, on for here. a good half an hour. Then there was the guy with the big hair. He was making
0: me feel really oh, claustrophobic because yeah, yeah, yeah. he was there. He just had this wild, oh, like...
1: Crazy sideshow Bob style
2: hair. And it haircut, was taking yeah. up
0: most of the cabin, <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? And, uh, it was like you it... had to look, push through it. It's like imagine when you put down a drain and you pull a hair out yeah. of,
1: a, of a dirty drain. It's right. like he did that and put
2: it
0: on his head, yeah. Um, then, so there's the, the client credit card, there's the cabin crew bits resting on my shoulder, um, there's the guy with the big hair, and then uh, the guy sat next to us, there's, the, there's me on the end, and there's the aisle, there's another guy in this chair, and he was, um, I think this is the worst bit of it all, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> he had um, say it, He say had it.
1: boot-cut jeans that had been slightly <laughs> frayed at the back <laughs> on <laughs> with oh, slip-on brokes. shoes, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And then next to me, there was the woman who'd cover herself in a pashmina. (laughs) It was a perfect storm. It was all going on at once. We said to the woman when
0: we landed... Uh, who was sat in the window seat that Matt wanted but producer Dave for some reason refused to book for him because <laughs> even though it was available because we looked on, uh, on the app so we, we saw it was available yeah. he literally just
1: went uh, that's what you want to see is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, well you know, yeah, uh, No. <laughs> sure. uh, in the middle.
0: She just she took a, a pashmina off around her neck and just put it over her head like yeah. you know like you would cover something with a dust sheet and just sat there for the whole thing like not hardly yeah. I said to her then that's what I'm going to do next time I'm in this situation yeah, yeah. I'm going to like take my jumper off and I'm just going to put it over my
1: head like an do, in a do-not-disturb way. Hide yourself under a duvet every flight from now on.
0: What What's that you're asking, dear listener? Where's producer Dave right now? Why isn't he in the studio to defend himself? Because <laughs> he's still in Vienna. And yeah, he's probably about yeah. to board his business-class flight as we speak. <laughs>
3: Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. It's
0: Blossoms. It's the brand-new one. I can't stand it. You're listening to it here on the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Good evening, everybody. It is 25 to 6. <laughs> Coming up just after six, Snow Patrol frontman extraordinaire Gary Lightbody's going to be here. But right now it is time for Matt the Diceman Dyson to make the tough decisions that you're struggling with. Last time, Autumn, who was but ten years old, asked should she finish her homework or should she watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Matt rolled an odd number, meaning she did her homework. Dom got in touch saying should he keep his job as a car mechanic or put in an application to become a London firefighter. Matt the Diceman Dyson rolled an even number, meaning he's now on his way to becoming a firefighter. Yeah. Which is excellent. Um... I want to get started on behalf of of humankind okay. and ask you one from me, Matt. Okay. Should we all delete our Facebooks? Oh, wow. Well, now, yeah. bear in mind, I've never been on Facebook, oh, which yeah. is a strange thing, I know,
1: yeah. but it seems I like would make the Trouble right- is, Facebook own, like, WhatsApp and Instagram, so you can never fully be away from them oh, yeah, anyway, I, love, you oh, I love the Instagram, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. It. Exactly. So, I mean, but yeah, a lot of people are asking that question this week. So, we'll to say... delete e- or not to delete. So, we'll say,
0: evens, we're going to delete our Facebooks. Yeah.
1: Odds were keeping them.
0: It's a one. So, one, we're all keeping Facebook
1: decided. So now
0: everyone can stop banging on about it. (laughs) All these radio and television
1: networks. Zuckerberg will be relieved.
0: You're welcome, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you're okay, mate. Um, Dave and the Dice Man. I hate my neighbour so much. He's always badgering me to paint my fence. So, do I paint it like a sensible adult, a caring neighbour, or... Do I paint? Look, Bill, I painted the fence on it in oh, giant letters. wow,
1: definitely. Oh, <laughs> wow, well, I mean, no, we've got to wait until the dice says, but
0: yeah. Uh, uh, so, Evans, adult, odd, childish. <laughs> Come on, odds. It's a one.
3: Yes! yes. <laughs> Excellent. And you've
1: got to leave it there for at least 24 hours. Get out there, Jonathan. Over. Get out there and do that. We <laughs> love it. So it is over to you.
0: 8, 12, 15. Tell us the problem you're facing and two possible outcomes and Matt the
3: Diceman Dyson will decide. Who's this chirpy chappy on Absolute Radio? I hear you ask. Why? It's Dave Barry on The Dave Barry Show, of course. <laughs> You've been sending your dilemmas for Matt the Dice
0: Man, Dyson. I think I might just have a quick blast of a disclaimer, if that's OK oh, with yes, everyone. He, sure. Here we go. Remember these. Listeners are responsible for their own choices. It's just a silly radio feature that should not be taken seriously in any way. Absolute radio and bound media will not be held accountable for any rush decisions made on the roll of the dice. Matt, Matt Dyson, Dyson smells. smells. Um, so the dilemma that came through from Shauna, who tweeted us, so good evening to you, Shauna, is, hello, Dave and the Dice Man. Please help me with my major dilemma. Should I text my ex... So odds, you're going to text the ex, Shauna. Depends what you're texting them. Uh, Evans, put the phone down and wow. walk away.
1: Yeah. Here we go. It's a two. It's a two.
0: It's evens. Yeah. Put the phone down, Shauna. Walk Never away. Back. Never go back. The person is an ex for a reason. Yes, well Don't said. forget that. Hi, Dave and the Dice Man. Should I cut my hair short and keep my work happy? Or should I keep it long and keep my wife happy? Ooh. From Luke. Almost. Cut my hair. I think you should go down the Crosby stills National Young route, Luke. <laughs> keep it long. But, that's what, but the dice will decide. Yeah. Odds, you're cropping it all off. Evens, you're keeping it as it is. It's a six. It's evens. evens. Luke's keeping his long hair. Kind of I think that's good, yeah. I think that's good. Suck it to the man. Diceman says Lucy, good evening Lucy, I am moving from South Worcestershire but do I move... Oh, this is a big one. Let me play the disclaimer again. Listeners <laughs> are responsible for their own choices. It's just a silly radio feature that should not be taken seriously in any way. Absolute radio bound media will not be held accountable for any rush decisions made on the roll of a dice. Matt Dyson Dyson-Snow. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't.
1: Just one disclaimer. From flight. South... <laughs> sometimes. From,
0: <laughs> <laughs> south Worcestershire. But do I move to North Wales or Yorkshire, says Lucy? Both beautiful parts of the country. Uh, North so, Wales
1: or Yorkshire? Yeah. Uh,
0: odds, you're going to Wales. Evens, you're going to Yorks.
1: Ooh. It's a four.
0: It's a four. Welcome Evens. to Yorkshire, Lucy. Bravo, have fun. Thank mm. you all very much indeed for sending your dilemmas. So, Shauna's not going to contact her ex, Luke is keeping his hair long, and Lucy's moving to Yorkshire. Happy days.
3: The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio.
0: Snow Patrol's very own Gary Lightbody is with me leafing through the Argos catalogue, trying to earn a plug for
4: his new music. What have you stumbled across? Anything I've stumbled across out? I've stumbled across airbeds. <laughs> airbeds. I've gone with airbeds from only ninety. it says from only nineteen ninety nine, but you're getting the nineteen ninety nine one. I've oh, the uh, cheapest one. It's got one. a built in foot pump. Oh yeah. And there's two people on here, a man and a woman. They're they're fully clothed. Um and uh, they're they're having a great time chatting to each other. Are they included? The guy or? is, the guy is uh, got his, his uh his hand on his you know, like he's doing the sort of the catalogue pose. <laughs> And uh, I don't know if they're included. Uh, they might be. They look like a very cheerful couple. Um so if they are included you'll have a wonderful time chatting about I don't know what they look like they're chatting about I'm going to say yoga. Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> And so it's 1999, and you get... Uh, so that means that that's uh, a fiver. You get a fiver back to do with what you want. Well, and you're going to let me have the fiver as I'm well? I'm going to let you have the fiver, yeah. Well, that seems only fair. The first of the many
0: people to take part in a de bribe to chuck in some cash as well. So thank you for that, Gary. Yeah, no, I
4: didn't use the whole thing. I no, didn't no, use no, it's the whole good. Thing. It's, it's think... a smart move. Yeah, some frugal. Um
0: frugal. The new single from Snow Patrol, Don't Give In, is out now. The album Wildness is going to be available... In May. Thank you very much indeed. Gary Thanks, Lightbody, everybody. Dave. Thank Cheers. you, mate.
3: Thank you. Breathe with Dave Berry on Absolute Radio.
0: Yesterday, we were in Vienna, which was lovely, but it was where I met my nemesis. Yes. The Vienna based guardian of the fruit salad. None shall pass. No can I please just have a tiny little bit of melon? None shall pass.
1: No yummy fruit salad for Barry. Even though I was feeling quite shaky at
0: the time, you know, because I hadn't yeah. eaten because I had to get up so early. I'm going to stop banging on about this. Um, <laughs> but this meant that we were asking you about your everyday nemesis and Richie from The Breakfast Show's daughter, Caitlin, who's 15 years old, got in touch with the show mm-hmm. saying that her dad was her tomato sauce based nemesis.
1: Yeah. Um, apparently he was always messing with her tomato sauce for dinners. That's how she worded it. Since then, I've been speaking to the man himself. Yeah,
0: well, this is what... So then you then kind of grasped
1: her up a little bit. You took a screenshot of the text she <laughs> yeah, sent yeah, to our yeah. show
0: and <laughs> sent it to I'm Daddy. So, have you seen this?
1: <laughs> Have you seen what your daughter's been saying in public at your place of work? So what is, what is, well, why Richie is he a tomato w- sauce nemesis? Richie was quite uh, annoyed to start with. He said it was a horrendous security breach. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, I mean, I hate, uh, she hates that I ration the ketchup but did it need to come to this? And then he has since had it out with her, he says, and they discussed it just yesterday. And now we've we've got to the bottom of what exactly she was talking about. Uh, Apparently they had a row earlier this week about how to do tomato sauce for bolognese. Uh, Richie says they ended up doing it his way and everyone else complained how awful it was. It still doesn't deserve this kind of shaming, though. But basically... (laughs) It was not ketchup. It was tomato sauce for spaghetti bolognese.
0: Right, I see. But I think Richie's got a point. And Caitlin, you know, thank you for tuning in, and always feel free to get in touch with the show. You know, the numbers eight, twelve, fifteen, and Absolute Radio. If there's any other bits of gossip no, or the secrets you yeah. want to share about your dad, just go ahead. We're yeah. always happy to You've hear got to them.
1: Myra Hutzba.
0: But yeah, a Um, But I mean, but contacting your father's place of work and telling his work colleagues <laughs> oh, about the great. tomato sauce is, is is brilliant, isn't it?
3: The Dave Berry
0: Show. Joining me this evening, my friend Alex Zane. We've been talking all things Sky Cinema, and now, as promised, I've sprung a little quiz on you, Al. Mm. This is movie taglines from posters of movies Mm. throughout history. You have to tell us the movie. There's three. (laughs) Okay. Okay. everyone's judging you now. You're the main man (laughs) when it comes to movies. Why would you prefix this quiz with that? Because (laughs) now, if I don't get them... I know. It's career-ending, this. Now, bear in mind, we thought about this... We know you have a big love of 1960s Italian cinema, so
4: (laughs) don't you worry.
0: We factored that in. Oh, good. Okay, here's your first one. Good luck. His story
2: will touch you even though he can't. Oh, I know it. I got it already. Go on. Edward Scissorhands. Absolutely right. Well done. Oh, we are off to a great start. For a bonus point. Thank you. Name the year it was released. Oh, gosh. Um... Edward hands Johnny Depp, Timber, and I'm going to go with... Let's work it out. So, I think it was post-Batman, so early 90s. I'm going 1993.
0: 1990.
2: Oh! It's all right, you got the tagline. Okay, here we go. Yeah, that's what counts,
0: right? This was on the poster. One man's struggle to take it easy.
2: I think that is... Gosh, um, building tension, building tension, because I'm not sure, not intentionally (laughs) building tension. Stop saying building tension over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Building tension, building tension. I'm going to go with The Big Lebowski. It's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Save yourself a bonus point, name the year. Oh. Well, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was 1987. Six. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your final one. Now you've got to get this, Al. I want this is both
0: points. An adventure, 65 million years in the making. Done. I've
2: got this. Go on. Jurassic Park. Yeah. And the year is 1993. Yes, it is. Oh. They are all available to watch on Sky Cinema. Please give it up for Alex
0: Zane, everyone. Great, anyway, to see you, Al.
2: very proud. Very
3: proud. And yes, yes, it's Dave
0: Berry. The Sultan is excited. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone gets to say that on their radio show. I do. And the Sultan is excited. Bang! Uh, as we revealed around this time on yesterday's show, uh, the announcement that uh, we are going to be moving on to Absolute Radio Breakfast when Christian and Richie uh, move along um, has made it into the Borneo Bulletin.
1: Yes, International news, it is now, yeah. And uh, since then, we've had an update from someone in Borneo, uh, in Brunei, called Al. Hi, Al. Al says you have at least one listener in Brunei. I live there. I usually get the first hour of the breakfast show at work. We're eight hours ahead of the UK time in Brunei. And then Al says, in the unlikely event of me meeting the Sultan and his wife/slash first cousin, I will find out if he's a fan. Okay, we've got to stop laughing at the first cousin
0: wife thing. I'm quite. I'm getting a bit. No- when I said it yesterday, I thought, should I really be making <laughs> jokes about the Sultan's lovely, lovely it's wife? An interesting fact. Yeah. It is a interesting fact. He's the richest monarch. In the world, there's yes. an interest. Let's focus on that, That's shall good. we? Yeah, and wow. he is excited yeah. about us moving to breakfast, so much so that we believe. Well, we would like to ask you: uh, Is he a holiness? Does this is how it works? your <laughs> no, Holiness. Try that. Yeah,
1: go with that. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: We'd yeah. like to say, Your Holiness, <laughs> if you'd like to invite us to um, to Brunei. Um, to th- Matt's now bowing for some reason. Yeah, 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 We're getting all yeah, kinds of mixed yeah, up with all this, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we are. You want us, you know, yes. it'd be me and Matt, you and your cousins,
1: we just hang out, have we some dinner, it'd be great. Broadcast from the palace, yeah, happily. Yeah. We, we'd happily do that.
3: Yeah. Right now on your radio, it's the man, Dave Barry.
0: We have yet another update from the Borneo Bulletin,
1: the Sultan is excited. Yes, the Sultan is excited. Sam has got in touch saying he was once in the Borneo Bulletin himself. Sam? Yes. Really? What did Sam do? Playing rugby for the British garrison in Brunei. Bravo, Sam. He says, we beat their national team. You are amongst greats. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) someone else (laughs) says the Sultan of Brunei has an estate in Isleworth. Ah. So he may invite us round. And having looked into it, the Sultan of Brunei has got a lot of disposable income. Yeah. uh, Has a huge huge home in Osterley near Heathrow a mansion in Kensington Palace Gardens and a house in Southall in West London um, set in 47 acres Well
0: it's nice of you to offer I think I'll go with the <laughs> I'll take the Kensington
1: Which one, one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great, Which yeah. one are you going to go for Yeah I think I'll go I'll go for the one near Heathrow actually it's quite good for for flying out on holiday when I'll have so much spare cash oh, He
0: really is such a well, generous soul thank come in you with The Sultan The Sultan was excited and we've all benefited from And that. Apparently
1: that he hosts dinner parties regular uh, regularly with guests including snooker players Cliff Thorburn and Dennis Taylor and the, and, uh, the golfer Nick Faldo. Um, so there you go, I mean, and some other people. Oh, my God. More, if yeah. I was at the Sultan of Brunei's house watching you chat
0: to Cliff Thorburn <laughs> while I <laughs> sipped on a red wine... Oh, it's dream time. too much. I'm going to start calling him Salts. I hope that the Sultan <laughs> of Brunei... Salts, yeah. yes, Salts! <laughs> yes, Salts! Where's Terry Griffiths? Where's John Virgo, Salts? Yeah, how are you, Salts? Brunei? <laughs> 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 amazing right tomorrow on the show we are going to be joined by Snow Patrol They're um, we're going to be playing their first new music in seven years and we have a very special question to put to Gary that's tomorrow yeah. evening does right he know here- the
1: Sultan is that the, <laughs> is that the question
0: have you ever performed a private gig at Kensington <laughs> for the Sultan for Salts he knows what I'm talking about Dave Barry right this
3: instant on Absolute Radio
0: thank you once again to Gary Lightbody from Snow Patrol thank you to Alex Zane from Sky Cinema Uh, And now we look back at the show, maybe with the guests at the forefront of our mind, maybe not, and we see if we've learnt anything. And I think I'm going to stick with the guests at the forefront of my mind, as it only just happened. Someone from Snow Patrol, the front man, no less, not Pablo, the front man, (laughs) bought me... What does Pablo play again in the band? You know that I'm a big (laughs) fan of Pablo. (laughs) Bongo's, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) When Gary said Pablo's been busy, I thought, who's Pablo? (laughs) I'll be honest with you, I thought, who is, and I thought, and maybe I'm being April fooled. Yeah, Maybe there is you no just Pablo. Say but random he's probably names. He a does legendary...
1: This. He probably does this on, on the promo I'm so, trail. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I've been through this before with the Kings of Leon. They yeah. get bored and they start to do things
1: yeah, like that. So yes, he just makes up names. But
0: I apologise to Pablo and the Snow <laughs> Patrol fans, but he just came out of nowhere. Yeah, Pablo's always been my favourite. So we've so, learnt that there's someone called Pablo in Snow Patrol. <laughs> yeah, he's probably been, been there. there for 15 yeah. years yeah. and he's probably excellent at whatever it is
1: he does. (laughs) What else (laughs) have we learned, Matt? We've learned that uh, Dave Berry's football club, Charlton Athletic, seems to have no people running it (laughs) at the moment, which is quite amazing. Former MK Don's boss, Carl Robinson, is out the door, not looking good for your pretenses of getting out of League One. And I personally want uh, Charlton to get to the Championship next season, purely so we can meet up to have our, our... drive-time show derby game. Yeah, which, a season, which we
0: did. A, nice. it's, been a, it's been so when long Forrest since we did Jarlton,
1: that. Yeah, it was a long time ago.
0: Yes, uh, no manager, no chief exec, no chairperson, no
1: finance person. Yeah, it's, uh, what a situation We've to be learned
0: in. that the fit and proper persons test doesn't work. <laughs> That's not one thing we've oh, learned.
1: That, we have learned that. Uh, yeah. I think Forrest a lot of, learned that as well. Yeah, yeah
0: and, and hard Blackpool way.
2: fans and Blackburn fans yeah. and Coventry <laughs> yeah, fans yeah. and Charlton Athletic fans like myself. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've learned that.